Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Twitter brought to you by South Hills Chrysler Dodge. Jeep Ram Peters Township. Visit them online at southhillsjeep.com. Fan hotline. We love it. Presented by Nemecolon around every corner. Nemecolon creates real-life magic for guests. Let me explain my, my comment earlier, and I had to hurry up and get to a break. But, I mean, this is the best way. Somebody asked me this last week. They said, well, what do you think about Mike Tomlin? I said, Mike Tomlin, he's an Eaton Park Super Burger. It isn't terrible, but it isn't great either. You never had a bad one, but it's never going to win the big awards either. In that style of burger, it was okay for your grandfather, but it just doesn't hit now. Like, that's Mike Tomlin. He's an Eaton Park Super Burger. He's a an Oldsmobile sedan. That's what he is. It's it's not saying those things aren't good, but good ain't it now. If you watch the NFL, and I watch a lot of it, you can't go out and try to win games 17-16 anymore. I'm sorry. You have to assemble an offensive staff, which you are trying to win games with 37 points. And that just, that ain't it. So Mike Tomlin is an Eaton Park Super Burger. In a world now where everybody is serving Kobe beef burgers or finding the greatest cut of beef and doing things different and having these boutique burger joints, that's what the NFL is. Hit us on the text line. Brought to you by Edgar Snyder and Associates, a personal injury law firm where they always say there's never a fee unless we get money for you. Again, 412-928-9370. If Kenny Pickett can't go, and he shouldn't go unless he's 100%, if Kenny Pickett can't go and Mitch goes, I was thinking about this as I was driving in today, and there was ridiculous traffic. On, first of all, there was ridiculous traffic on Route 8. For some reason, it's down to one lane in the middle of the day. Silly. Then there was ridiculous traffic coming up Green Tree Hill. Sillier. But you can understand that because it's out going out of town during rush hour. Nonetheless, so I had a lot of time to think. And when I was thinking about this, it came to me like a vision, like a a flash. If Mitch plays and wins, no matter what, I don't care if it's 2-0. I don't care if it's 43-42. I don't care if it's 7-6, 21-20, whatever. Results are most important right now. Let's say Mitch plays and even if he doesn't play well, right? If he gets a victory, he should stay in until he loses. I am dead set on that. And I'm also dead set on this. Unless Kenny Pickett is 100%, he shouldn't play. And even then, I question it. If Mitch Trubisky wins, he should absolutely have the job coming out of the bye. 
no matter how he wins. I don't care if it's 2 nothing, and it's like the game with that one car brother came in here with Houston and had no offense and found a way to win. He should absolutely keep the job. Chips and Moon. Hi, Chip. Colin, a different spin. I think Tomlin is a terrific head coach. I think his role needs to be defined a bit better. I don't think a head coach has all that much influence on a win-loss. I think coordinators do, but I don't think a head coach does. Let me stop you right there. Let me stop you right there, and I'll let you continue. If a a head coach doesn't have influence on a win-loss, you tell me what their preeminent or their paramount uh, role is then. They're an ambassador for the team, for the ownership, and for the city. No, that's Steely McBeam. No, <laughs> that's good. How how much of a head coach uh, was um, – You watch the 49ers uh, lately. You've been watching the 49ers no, no, no. at all. No, listen, there are exceptions to that, but I'm saying, you know, look at Belichick in New England. Well, he's terrific. He was okay with the Browns. He goes to New England. It's all about talent. The Steelers don't have great talent. You've been watching. He, you've been watching Buffalo at all. You've been watching the the Dolphins at all. You've been watching talent. the Chiefs at all. They you don't. But well, they might have talent, but that, it's negating your point. Those coaches coach. Yes, that's what I'm saying. That's why I let off saying his role needs to be defined better. They need better evaluation of the players. They clearly are subpar in their level of talent. They on do. That they do. But that being said, the NFL is driven by quarterbacks. So you tell me about evaluation of of players, and I'll buy. I, I, I'll buy it, but I'll meet you here. Mike Tomlin was the one beating his chest that said we got our guy. He did say that. He did say that. But you don't know behind the scenes what's going on. He. I mean, I agree that he probably did want picket. But I think the ownership wanted him. I think the city wanted him. I think there was a lot of other influences to that. And, heck, I thought Kenny was going to be a good quarterback from, you know, from seeing him at that pit and what he did in the preseason a little, a little bit last year. But he's not mature. I, I still think that's an undefined player. Yeah, but Mike Tomlin's before. part of the process. Like, it's okay to blame him for that. Now, there were other people involved. You did, stop finding ways to exonerate and let this guy off the hook. It's okay. It it doesn't need to be one side or the other. I think Mike Tomlin at one point in time was a very good coach, one of the top three in the NFL. I think Mike Tomlin has brought our city great football riches. It's just okay to say they kind of grew apart. Southside D, my man. Hey, what's up with you guys? Uh, a couple things here. First off, lifetime listener, season ticket holder. Enough's enough, my man. The cat's out of the bag here. All right, and you, you just mentioned all those teams, Kansas City. All of them have good quarterbacks. Correct. Okay, they, they all tanked. I, I don't care what anyone says. So did the they Steelers were, to get their good quarterback. We did not tank. We won. We had to keep Tomlin's legacy alive. No, no, no. When so, the Steelers got the, – the reason the Steelers were good is because they had a bad season and got Ben Roethlisberger. Well, yeah, I was a little kid then, you know. So now I, I'm one of the guys you were talking about earlier. Most of my life, we've been trash. And I've been a season ticket holder since I've been an adult. I mean, I'm sick of seeing this. Enough's enough. I mean, I love Tomlin. I love the Steelers. But I, I think a change is brewing, and it needs to happen sooner than later. What if Mitch plays well and they win, Southside D? 
Or what? What if he doesn't even play well? What if he just? And let me take that back. What if he plays pedestrian and okay, and they just eke out a way and find a way to win? Say they score a defensive touchdown to win the football game. Should he stay in the football game? I mean, that's the only way we're going to win is if we score two touchdowns on defense because Mitch Trubinsky is awful, <laughs> awful. I, I've seen enough of him to know. And I guess to your point with Mitch in there, it's kind of like Ben in his last years. We're just good enough to be just good enough. That's all. And when is that good enough? Can you hope for more at this point, though? You, you know, I I'm, can't look at any opponent on the Steelers' schedule right now and say, that's a W. That's a win. I'm with you. And it's a, it's a damn shame, but I think that, you know, the hope is that we somehow miraculously go 500 and run all the way to the Super Bowl. But I'll be waiting for a job with you guys when that happens. There we go. I'll tell you how this plays out. Watch how the world works, and it's going to have a real crazy way of working out. I don't really want it to work out like this, but we all know that in a weird way, here's how it's going to go. Kenny's going to miss a little time. The Steelers managed to go 9-8. and eight. The national media applauds Tomlin for keeping them together and never having a losing season. They classify it as a great coaching job for keeping the boys together. They somehow make the playoffs, get their doors blown off in the first round, but they somehow make it. Tomlin gets an extension. All kinds of people are fooled. Rinse, repeat. Watch that happen this year. Because again, they're two and two. I don't I think if there's ever been a chance for them to really have a losing season, it is right now, though. But the world works in weird ways. And I wouldn't put it past the football world working like that. 412-928-9370. By the way, the best place to hear about everything black and gold football before every home game, black and gold game day, 93.7 The Fan, right here, presented by CGR Wholesale Roofing and Siding Supply Center. That's three hours before every home game. Uh, we got you covered with all you need to know from around the league with our black and gold live from Rivers Casino Sportsbook, brought to you by Tri-State Office Furniture and Saloni's. Italian bread. Ryan's in Pittsburgh. Hi, Ryan. Ryan, what about this quarterback situation? I want to nail down on that as opposed to just yelling about Mike Tomlin for four hours. Um, should should Kenny Pickett play unless he's 100%? Yes or no, Ryan? Mm, depends how much of a 100% that is. I mean, if he's healthy enough to get out there and make the throws and, and you know, if they're not – if they're not limiting the playbook because of his injury, then, yeah, I definitely think he should be out there and play. All right. What else you got? Yeah, I have an interesting point on the same topic that I actually wanted to bring up. So, you know, let's say Kenny doesn't play. Mitch goes in there and, you know, Steelers get the win. Sloppy game, whatever. I think that when Kenny's healthy, he's 100% should be the starter no matter what. And, I mean, the reason why I think that is – we already kind of did our Mitch experiment. You know, I think as Steelers fans, I want our quarterback that's going to be our franchise quarterback. Stop and right there. Stop right there, and yeah. I'll let you continue. If Mitch played sure. the whole season last year, do you think their record would have been much different? Very similar. Not much different at all, no. So I just don't think the Mitch experiment played all the way out, or I think that their talents are – actually, I think all three quarterbacks probably at this point, their talents are pretty negligible, or whatever the word is. They're and, I, and I agree with you 100%. In my mindset is behind it, you know, you let Kenny play out because he's the one who's played the least. He's the one who, you know, we don't know 
his, what the future holds for him. Mitch has been around. Mason's been around. But, you know, if you throw Mitch back in, then it kind of brings us right back to square one last year. You know, we're, we're coming in with a team with a okay quarterback that won't ever be elite like the other quarterbacks. You know, I'd rather them throw Kenny out there. Kenny have a terrible year, and, you know, us know, hey, that's not our quarterback. You know what I mean? I just feel like putting Mitch in kind of takes – to step back in, in the franchise for, you know, what the goal is, and the goal is the Super Bowl. You bring up a great point, and Paul Zeiss and I talked about this off the air yesterday, right? And a little bit on the air, but mainly off the air in a break. The conversations, Ryan, by the way, in, off the air are much better than the ones in the microphone. I'll bite. I'll bite with what you just said. Let's say they play it out and they find out he's not the guy. How long yeah. do you give him then? Then do you do I like... Mean, you give him until the end of the year. Okay. That and you. That's what I think. And you give up. And, I mean, and it's a. It's almost a. It's a Josh Rosen situation. Uh, I look at it more as you know, if, if Kenny stays healthy and plays the full year, uh, you know, remainder of the season, I, I think Tomlin and the coaching staff should have a good idea of you know if this is our guy or not. Um, clearly, if he picks it up a little bit and you know shows. Flat, no, 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 no. What if he's not? What if he's not? Then what decision do you make at the end of the year? I mean, your draft. You, got a draft a quarterback right i mean it, it, it or you ride with kenny one more year i guess and then brings back you guys just talked about tanking i mean maybe getting the position in two years to take a first round quarterback well then no 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 no. i'm not letting you off the hook if you gave him the opportunity ryan and he doesn't yep. succeed why does he get to roll that into next year because i mean he's still the youngest i mean think about mitch he's been around how many years has he got a chance to succeed? Oh, you know, Mitch is never going to be a franchise quarterback. He is a he's a career backup. Mitch is Chad Henney. Then let me ask you something. How long do you think it takes for a franchise to say, you know, this isn't my guy? How many games is that? More than 17, which is what I think he's played now, but not more than, you know, 25, which he'll play by the end of the season. Wasn't seventeen really? Is yeah. he, he played? I feel he, like he, now he I has played well, one. Year, how many did he play? He has played one. He played thirteen last year, and now four now, right? Uh, yeah. No, you're right. So, so yeah, that's why I guess I said you know I feel like this year you just have to stick with Kenny, and then you know at the end of the year you're right. I mean, I, if he's still not you know showing us by what twenty three, twenty five games in, like. I mean, you got to go in another direction at that point and start thinking about drafting a quarterback. A quarterback and a coordinator together. And that's what the NFL is nowadays. That's what they do. Prime and his kid right here in Pittsburgh, PA. How would that go over? I'm kidding. I don't want that. But that being said, there is a real discussion to be had about you go from Kenny Pickett being your franchise quarterback and nailed down franchise quarterback through the duration of his first contract to, and I mean this, he is back in an audition role right now from now until the end of the season to prove to the Pittsburgh Steelers he's the man moving forward. Let's talk about this, 412-928-9370. Phone lines are just absolutely full. I'll get everybody on. This is as, I don't want to say seething, but this is as as down on Mike Tomlin as I've seen this town in his career. We'll take more of your calls next right here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. 
It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. What a song. There's an old video out there of the band doing this. Well, the whole concert. I guess the, the whole concert I watched. Maybe it, it may have been aided by three cheat gummies on a Saturday night after everybody was in bed when they were playing the Syria Mosque. And it was incredible. And the quality of it, I don't know how they got this. It was, I don't know what year it had to be, 1974 or something. Um, but it was incredible, the band playing the Syria Mosque. But somebody had like a soundboard video or soundboard recording with the video to match. Oh, it, it, you owe it to yourself if you're a fan at all to go look that up on YouTube right now. I, I was just mesmerized again, aided by um, anyway. So that was that. But I, uh, before I get back into these Steeler calls, I saw something today and it happened just in front of me. There's a lot of crime in this country, right? But something that immediately should come with a 10-year jail term. I, I don't care if you want to have a jury trial. I don't care if it's just a judge. Um, if you want to force this person to plead guilty or what. 10 years in jail. Rate to, in hard, Rikers, you know? Some, that max place in Colorado where they put the Unabomber and, and all those people. I was coming up the ramp from, like, where the stadiums are going up onto the Fort Pitt Bridge before I got to the Fort Pitt Tunnel. And when you get up there, okay, there is a merge point. There's like 11 different merge points, but there's the one on your left where like if you look down to the right, there's like you would get off to go to Station Square kind of. To the left, the traffic is coming up from the Boulevard of the Allies, I guess. Everybody, everybody knows how you do it, Okay. When you're stopped and it's going really slow. I'm not talking when traffic's going fast. I'm talking when you have a merge like that and it's bumper-to-bumper traffic. You go, then I go. You go, I go. You go, I go. Like the left lane, guy on the left goes, the guy on the right goes. Guy on the left goes, whoever's merging in, then you just take turns. One, one, one. You should go to jail for 10 years straight away. Hard labor even. In Russia. When you're that second car and you sneak in 
and you do two in a row from the same merge point and don't just go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. That is the ultimate non-gentlemanly move, screwing the system. And a person did that today. And I'm thinking, because they got, and I could see it coming. They got right up on the bumper of the car before them. Because there's a stop sign when you come to the top of that hill, like coming up from like the Boulevard of the Allies. There's like a stop sign. And everybody stops. Then the car in front of them goes. They stop at the stop sign. They go. Car in front of them goes. They go. And they did a double. Two from the one feeder in. The second guy that snaked his way in, straight to jail, Siberia, there, 10 years, hard labor camp. That, it made me so mad. I wasn't even involved in the process. It's just, there's a system, there's a flow, and you screwed it up. Anyway, Steelers, 412-928-9370, a bunch of calls. Let's get to it. Roland's in uh, Castle Shannon. Hello, Roland. Hey, Colin, great show tonight. Thank you. There's two things that I've loved my entire life as a 65-year-old. One is watching football. And the other one is building high-performing businesses. There's a parallel with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. In 1933, the Chiefs started the Steelers with $2,500. Right. In 2023, third generation, they're worth about $6 billion right now. Correct. So what happens in most families and businesses, the third generation of family ownership is usually when you start to see cracks. The grandson doesn't have the passion of the old man. The grandson may not even have the charisma of the father. By the third generation, businesses start to fall apart. What I think is going on with Mike Tomlin, and this is just me observing and studying businesses my whole life. One third of the businesses make money, one third lose money, and one third break even. So two thirds are unsuccessful. The biggest failure in business is a CEO that doesn't listen that thinks they're always the smartest guy in the room. A CEO that works in the business instead of on the business, that doesn't do strategic things, to study competitors, see what's going on in the market, how things that are going on that are disruptive, that affect your industry, how that's going to affect your business. I don't know. He just got the naming rights of the stadium, and that brought in a boon, right? Yeah. The smartest guy I know, he runs the uh, Carolina Panthers, and I've known him my whole life. He's a smart business guy, but he's not had success on the football field, but he's getting it. Right, so what do we get? See, I I, I hear all that, and I understand it, and I absorb it, Roland. I actually think, and it's just a difference of opinion, I think it boils down to Art II just being too nice of a guy and and being too loyal of a person. Yes, you're you're correct about that. He doesn't have a strategic vision for for the Steelers other than play defense and play football in the 70s like his dad and, and his grandfather. Tallman's problem, he also doesn't have a strategic vision. He's a fantastic tactician. He relates well to the players. He's- well, no, and I thank you for the call, but I just don't think either person is very pliable, and that's problematic in this day and age. You have to, from a football coaching standpoint, you have to be pliable to say, maybe that wasn't the way it was when I came into the league, but these young whippersnapper kind of offensive coaches, I got to yield and hire one of those. I just do. From an ownership standpoint, you got to say, you know, we've only had three coaches since 1969, and that's the Steeler way. Well, maybe the Steeler way needs to be reinvestigated when you only win three playoff games in 13 years. Maybe it just does, and that's fact. 
412-928-9370 is that number. Ray's in Rhode Island. Hi, Ray. Hello? Yes, Ray. Oh, my name is Brandon, actually. That's right. Um, oh, Brandon? So, I don't know how they got that, but <laughs> that's okay. It's close. I, I, I mumble. That's okay. Mm-hmm. Um, that's okay. So I, I had a couple things that I wanted to go over, mainly um, – Mainly on the defensive side, I mean, you, you can really talk all night about the offense. I mean, there's really not too much that can go into that that we haven't talked about already. Um, one thing I've really noticed is mentioned from this defense is a really smart inside linebacker. Um, for a 3-4 defense, I feel like the inside linebacker is a very crucial piece of that defense. The so Pittsburgh Steelers kind of still haven't recovered from the loss of Ryan Shazier. Oh, my God. I was just going to get to that as well. And um, I, you know, I think back to James Farringer as well. I mean, these guys that can really get everybody communicating at the line and have everybody on the same page. One thing that truly plagued this team defense not being on the same page, not being in the right place at the right time, and having wide open zones where a guy is wide open and ropes 20 yards on the field and we can't do anything about it. Um, so I feel like having a really smart guy that kind of a mindset to have everybody on the same page and to communicate the line and. You know, because right now, even though we're a new team, we look really frazzled. I mean, week five is the NFL season. we got to kind of piece it together now a little bit. I mean, there's only so much you can really do with the developmental part, you know? No, I think Cole Holcomb and Landon Roberts are good football players, but I don't necessarily think that they're leaders. I don't think that they're guys who uh, grasp a whole football, a whole unit of a football team and say, all right, follow me, I'm the guy. They just don't strike me as that. I do want to get back to this quarterback situation because I, I thought about it pretty long and hard again in the break. If Kenny Pickett is not 100%, he shouldn't be out there against the Baltimore Ravens. But if Mitch Trubisky ekes out a win at all, should what should they do? Should they have a full-on – because they're going to have a week, right? Now, they're not going to gather because they'll be the bye week and they won't all be here and you can only have so many practices anyway. Let's say that Mitch Trubisky ekes out a win and he doesn't look necessarily great. Should there be a full-on quarterback derby? Should they have a competition for it? I seem to think that if Mitch Trubisky wins, however he wins, he should keep the job. Like, it is his until he loses, and you stick with that mojo. You ride that, and you roll it all the way out until you can't go anymore. Or, is Kenny Pickett the franchise quarterback? They told us that at camp. They told us Kenny Pickett pretty much the franchise quarterback, which would mean, by definition, with how quarterbacks are in this National Football League, the moment he is healthy, he plays again. Pretty much no matter what that other quarterback does. And if he would lose his spot, then he might never get it back if somebody else plays well. This is a real turning point and tipping point for Kenny Pickett, for sure, and even more so how the organization views him. Ryan's in Pittsburgh. Hi, Ryan. Yeah, hey, how you doing tonight? I'm good, thank you. Oh yeah, hey, I agree with the uh, the hard labor on the uh, the whole merging point thing there too. Uh, by the way, do you know where I'm talking about too? Where you come up? I, I do. Oh, uh, because there's one on the like I get all the way over and 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 get in that left lane. I go and merge into the right to go like you scoop down towards Point State Park, then you come back up, and then you see that <laughs> lane coming on your left there that's coming up from like the Boulevard of the Allies, and you know there's gonna be one jerk that tries to go two from the left when everybody else is playing the game. Everybody's going one, then one, then one, then one. That bothers it's me, re- Ryan. It's respecting Coos, you know, but it, but yeah, it's, it's, I, that's another topic, I guess, for another day. Hey, the reason I'm calling, and I, I, I've never called you guys before, but I just felt really compelled. I, I've been listening to you guys a little bit this evening, driving home. Um, and, you know, it's about the whole uh, quarterback thing here. And um, I think if Kenny Pickett's healthy, 
you 100% play him. I've seen the same thing happen with Tua Tagovailoa and Ryan Fitzpatrick. Um, sometimes guys don't look good right off the bat either, like Tua. Um, well, let's stop and let's have a discussion yeah. about that. Do yeah. you think that the ceiling or the upside for Kenny Pickett is the same as Tua? Because I understand that Tua is in an offense that is a, a Ferrari compared to one that's a broken down Pinto uh, with the Pittsburgh exactly. Steelers. But I still don't. I have not seen the athletic flashes that Tua gives you from Kenny Pickett. Like I, mm-hmm. even if things were working optimally, I don't know if Kenny Pickett can make the same plays that Tua makes. I, I've seen glimpses of greatness from Kenny. That's why I'm certainly not giving up on. I'd like to see more consistency, but on on the same hand. Um, I mean, he's not he's not driving a Ferrari right now. Um, I mean, I think it's a lot more problems than just the quarterback. I think it's an offensive coordinator. I think it's an offensive line. I think it's Deontay Johnson being hurt, not having a lot of playmakers. It's just a lot of things, really. Well, no, um, I watch Miami too, and they're they're about the fastest team I've ever seen. Oh yeah, right, exactly. It helps. <laughs> I mean, they absolutely fly. But I just I don't think that you can say that Kenny Pickett right now. Right now, I don't think you could say Kenny Pickett. I don't think you could pencil him as a starting quarterback week one next year right now. I don't think yeah, that's a I foregone mean, conclusion. Yeah, I mean, I'd like to see him healthy and kind of, you know, see what he has to offer the rest of the season, you know, and then just kind of go from there. Um, I hate to see a wasted draft pick, especially so early. Um, yeah, it's just something that remains to be seen. But I, I think that at this point, you definitely roll with him. Well, Here's the thing. It's a wasted draft pick unless he's a quarterback for a decade and pretty darn good, right? I know it's 20th overall, but if you are the first quarterback taken in the draft and you're a first-rounder, unless you're a franchise quarterback for the better part of a decade, that to me is a waste. You don't take a quarterback first off the board and in the first round unless you have designs on him being a game changer and a franchise changer. One thing I keep seeing is bothering me. It's bothering me a lot. People are have all this pent-up aggression and anger, and they are unleashing it. I woke up today. I checked social media after I woke up and got a shot. Well, after I got a physical at my house for my life insurance policy, I checked social media, and I saw far too many people angry about something. And I'll tell you what that is next here on The Fan. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. 
Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Jeff Hathorne going to join at 8 o'clock. Uh, he was at the Mike Tomlin News Conference, so he's going to join and tell me what a festive affair that was. Your calls, uh, still phone lines just jammed. We'll get to all the calls, 412-928-9370. So I woke up today. I told people I had a – oh, by the way, I want to meet Lucky, the dog that that lady's mom was able to take to St. Barnabas. Every time I hear that spot, she's even able to take her dog, Lucky. I keep – Picture, Lucky can't be a big dog, I don't think. I think Lucky is probably one of those little, like, dogs that you picture when you go up to someone's house that comes to the glass screen door that just kind of bobs its head back and forth at you, maybe one little bark that's really friendly, that's real well manicured. Uh, if, you, if you hear that spot, the one about St. Barnabas, when she could bring her dog Lucky. I, I just want to – Lucky is the kind of dog – there's no fierce and ferocious dogs named Lucky, right? They're all little nice dogs, ones that you want to pet that are very well-groomed. Anyway, uh, I'll get to your calls on the Steelers in just a moment. Jeff Hathorne coming up at 8 o'clock. Something – it didn't make me mad. It's just an observation, though. So I woke up. I started checking social media. People are out against Taylor Swift. It has shifted now. But the best part for me of the whole Taylor Swift going and watching her friend play a couple football games is how irrationally angry it's making some people. That, for me, has become the best part of this. Because it's also ironic that these people are so mad about Taylor Swift being shown during these games, considering they feel to me like the same people who yelled, I'm never watching again, when players kneeled for the anthem. Honestly, it's like, all right, you know they're going to show her. Don't watch the Chiefs game if you don't want to. And don't be mad at Taylor Swift. She just went to watch her buddy play football. She didn't make the camera point to her. It's also genius marketing for the National Football League. Sunday Night Football drew an average audience of 27 million viewers, right? Which was up 22% over the same week last year. And at its peak... The game had 29.5 million viewers, right? But here's the other thing. Sunday Night Football, the biggest demographic gains were girls 12 to 17, up 53%. Women 18 to 24, up 24%. And women older than 35, up 34%. So you can yell and scream all you want. Football's inclusive. They're getting another audience. They're getting more eyes on it. You know, it ain't just your game. It's everybody's game. And they're showing someone that they know is going to draw a wider audience. Are we really that angry of a world and of a country that you go on social media 
and get all mad about them showing a, a woman who seems to be very happy and is having a good time watching her friend play football? Like, what the hell? Get over it. I mean, you don't like it, just turn it off. It's not, you don't own the game. We're just there as observers. Sheesh. My goodness. Anyway, 412-928-9370 is that number. Uh, James is in Texas. Hi, James. Hey, thanks for taking my call, Colin. Uh, listen, uh, I appreciate uh, what you're doing here, um, but I guess this, this, this message that I have is really kind of for you and for Steeler Nation, and I really want to have a healthy conversation about it. Um, and that's this, that the suggestion that, that the Steelers are going to move on, or at least our room is going to move on from Mike Tomlin is wishful thinking. I think that all of us have better odds of winning the Powerball now. All right, well, stop for a minute on. then. Isn't it going to end at some point? Well, well, here's here's what I'm going to segue into. And I think that, you know, there was a previous caller talking about, um, you know, R. Rooney having this, and he praised it as deer in the headlights look as to what he wants to do with Mike Tomlin as this train wreck is happening. And that's what it is. I mean, I think that everybody's on the same page as, as far as, you know, the product you know, that he keeps talking about that for the past two or four weeks, he's talking about a product that's, you know, not up to cardinal standard. We, we get all that. I think that we all can see that there's something inherently wrong with how or the direction where this team is going. Um, but I'm looking at the ownership. I'm looking at Art Rooney and I'm asking myself, who's, you know, he's, he's not stupid. He's a, he's a witty businessman. Why is he still retaining Tomlin? What is it? What's his motivation for retaining Tomlin? I don't think he and wants again, to be want... the person to fire him. And I think that he's probably going to pass that duty off to his son. Well, maybe possibly, but I thought about something else. And again, I want to have a healthy conversation about this. And I want to know in your opinion, how much does the Rooney rule uh, have an effect on our decision-making. Not so, at all. You don't think so? I no. Mean, in my opinion, when one thinks of the Rooney rule, I mean, I think of the figurehead or the face of it is Mike Tomlin. Mike Tomlin and has been here since 2007. Seven, correct. The rule was entered in 2002. So correct. We, so when Tomlin, when, oh, I'm sorry, when uh, Cowher had resigned in 07, that's, that's when Tomlin took over. No decision so, that anybody with the surname Rooney makes that is germane to the that is that is that impacts anything with the surname that Tomlin has has anything to do with race right now no and, and again I'm not I don't want to bring up the fact that it's it, it's anything to do with race but you I did because that, that's what the I, Rooney rules about well look what happened with Flores for example Flores really didn't get a fair shake at all and then he circled around and came back here to Pittsburgh so and now he's you know now he's back in the NFL and he's and he's coaching. I I I don't know whether that's the motivation, how that would how that would reflect if the Steelers were to say terminate Mike Tomlin. He's been here or, since two thousand seven. Correct, and only has had a win. His last playoff win was in right. So it's not like they hired a guy to satisfy a rule. They kept him for a couple years and they got rid of him. Again, it's going to end at some point. I don't think that Mike Tomlin is hanging on for the sake of the Rooney rule or anything to do with his race. And I don't well, think he'll... And again, and I, again I'm, not say, I'm not saying that he's hanging on. I'm, 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 I'm still perplexed as to why Rooney is hanging on. Because why he's hanging on as the owner or why he's hanging on to Mike Tomlin? For a variety of reasons, for both. Because I think that Mr. Rooney feels as if Mike Tomlin, and this is bad business, 
But it's it, he feels as if Mike Tomlin keeps his team relevant every year, and they've never reached that very uh, down point that so many other franchises have since 2007. He keeps them in that mix to have a spot at the table. Okay, okay. And, and, and I guess that's a fair, fair, fair uh, interpretation. Because no matter that. how down we are on Mike Tomlin right now, and everybody's down on him and they should be, the fact of the matter is, and I can't stand the no-losing-season stuff. I can't stand it. I think it's dumb. I think it's ridiculous. Comparative to other franchises, it actually does mean something. It does give you a chance and a shot to be there. Things need to break your way. You can't get your quarterback hurt. You have to go into the playoffs healthy. You got to make a run or whatever, but you don't reach that Look, the Steelers got who they thought was their next franchise quarterback in Kenny Pickett, and they never had to hit rock bottom. No, and that's true. I agree with that, that they stayed relevant to a certain degree. But going back to what some previous calls were saying, I mean, this, this standard of mediocrity cannot be acceptable at this point in but time. But that's the whole thing. I don't think Art sees it as mediocrity, and that's the problem. Like, Art isn't what – he's 70 years old or pretty darn close. He doesn't see it as mediocrity. He see and this is the, this is where there is a generational gap. Art sees being there, having a chance, being there within a, a shot of the playoffs or being in the playoffs as success. His ambitions and his goals and the things that he views as successful – are defined much differently than what the fans want and need and, and, and thirst for in this town. And that has become problematic. 412-928-9370 is that number. Adam's in Oakland. Hi, Adam. Hey, Colin, maybe a little bit of a lighter note. Um, have you been following anything with Matt Canada's potential burner Twitter account? And yes, the, I followed all user, of it. It's just not it. You're because- implying it's... Well, did you see the user finding and implying that it's his uh, Steelers email address? Yes, and let me poke holes in that, and I'll tell you exactly why. Every single time that I've sent an email to a Steelers employee and gotten an email back from a Steelers employee, and I've done it to several, the domain name is not the one that is listed there. Um, That is not the – people can believe what they want to believe, and A, it very well might be, but what they claim to – the Steelers don't send emails from whatever, whatever, Steelers.com. It's a different domain. Fair point. But if it is, what does that do to his relationship with Tomlin and the players and, you know, his job security? If it were to be proven, he'd be fired tomorrow. I Number one, here's the thing. I don't think Matt Canada is the kind of guy that would spend any time on that. I, I just don't. And number two... Again, anytime I've ever sent an email and gotten an email back or somebody sent me an email that emanates and in, 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 is from the Steelers' office, um, it's not from Steelers.com. It's a much different domain. All right. Fair enough. Yeah, so I just – I don't believe it. It, it. Now, it's a great prank. It's a funny thing, and it gets internet juice, and everybody's on social media talking about it, but – the. If you send an email to the Steelers' office again, or if you get one back from the Steelers' office, it's not from Steelers.com. And I immediately saw that and said, oh, I just, I don't believe it. 
But if it were to be found out it was Matt Canada's burner, he'd be gone tomorrow. I just don't think that it is. Jeff Hathorne joins coming up in just a moment. Your calls all the way until I'm out of here at 1030. What a hell? This is the kind of night we just need to – it feels like confession almost. I feel like um, I'm in that booth in the private one, not the one you can see the priest. And you're talking to me and just bearing your soul. Now, I'm not doling out – uh, you know, glory bees and, and our fathers. You don't have to go out and all that kind of thing before you leave and kneel and say all your, your uh, Hail Marys. Uh, we're just having a discussion, but it almost feels like people want to get things off their chest and have uh, sort of a reconciliation. And we'll continue that coming up in just a little bit. Jeff Hathorne joins next, though. Fan weather right now brought to you by Sun Chevrolet. Come see their half-ton and three-quarter-ton Silverados. Visit sunchevy.com. Clear tonight, low of 60. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 